0: Hello Marketing Freaks and welcome back to this week's mini bite-sized episode. I am thoroughly excited to announce that the Marketing Freaks podcast will be at the Shop Talk show in Las Vegas in March, where we will be interviewing as many people as we possibly can and getting a ton of great content for you guys and insights from some C level people and extremely senior level people at some of the world's biggest brands. We're just very excited to be there. So, to give you a little bit of a preview on this, one of the things that really stood out to me about Shop Talk in particular first off, it's the size of it. Uh, so, 10,000 attendees due in March, which is uh, massive. Uh, and also their meetup program, which is their way of facilitating face to face meetings for attendees. Uh, and their goal this year is to facilitate 75,000 meetings over the three day event, which is like, bonkers. I mean, 75,000 face to face meetings. It's mad. Um, so I thought I would get Joe Laszlo, the man behind the program at Shop Talk, on the podcast to talk a little bit about his plans for this year's event. How on earth you even go about thinking about a program that's going to keep 10,000 people happy and this enormous goal of facilitating 75,000 meetings in three days. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's bring that interview into the podcast. Uh, And this is Joe Laszlo from Shop Talk. Hi, Joe. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me, John. Pleasure to be here.
0: It's an absolute pleasure. And we're, we're obviously here to talk about Shop Talk. So I guess first off, in your own words, like, why Shop Talk? Why, why should people consider attending the Shop Talk show?
1: Sure. So, from my perspective, I think mainly about the content, the speakers that we have on stage, the topics that we cover at the show. And I think, you know, we try year in and year out to make Shop Talk the place where people can get a crash course in just three days about all of the change, all of the innovation that is going on in retail. Um, Shop Talk tries to focus on the today and and tomorrow. And you know, I, I don't know how far in advance people can afford to plan these days. I, I don't think it's like five years anymore. But at least you know, kind of the next year. How is the industry changing, what do people need to do to be strong in their roles, to make their companies as well positioned as possible, given the unrelenting pace of change going on. And I would say for anybody in the retail industry that is thinking about change, um, that is excited about the change, even if all of that change is also sort of challenging, shop talk is a great place to come meet a community of like-minded peers and really kind of get ready for whatever the world has next.
0: That sounds amazing. And you are the man behind the program in terms of curating what, what, what goes on and what happens at the event. And am I right in saying that you are expecting 10,000 attendees in March? That is
1: correct. Uh, this will be the biggest shop talk we've done yet. 10,000 is a kind of nice milestone number. And we are on track to welcome that many executives from the retail world to Vegas uh, to Mandalay Bay.
0: I think I think it's absolutely amazing. So, when you're curating a program, obviously within ten thousand people, you've got quite a few different backgrounds and need states. So, how on earth do you curate a program of presentations and sessions and workshops and things like that that keep ten thousand people happy? That's a that's not a small task. It is an
1: incredibly Challenging proposition uh, from one year to the next uh, because we have a whole bunch of people who will be joining us at Shop Talk for the first time in March, but we also have a lot of returning Shop Talk veterans. And so there's two challenges, right? How do we how do we program so that everybody, no matter what their role within a retail organization, feels like there's something for them on the agenda? And at the same time, how do we make the agenda feel fresh to people who were there last year, two years ago? And I think I think there's two or three strategies that we take. Um, ShopDoc thinks very long and hard about an overarching theme for our conference. And then everything kind of that comes on the agenda kind of follows that theme. And so I think this year, the theme is going to focus on kind of this, this idea that we're all on a journey, the entire retail industry, retailers, brands, manufacturers, Agencies, technology solution providers, we're all on kind of this journey together into a strange new world um, driven by technology change, driven by the way that people are changing. And so uh, you'll see a lot on the Shop Talk agenda about artificial intelligence and the specific ways companies are deploying AI to improve their businesses. You'll see a lot on the Shop Talk agenda about what we call unified commerce. Um, That's kind of a Omnichannel 2.0, you can think of it as, you know, where uh, we live in a world where there's a very blurry line between the digital worlds that people live in and the physical world and how our leading edge retailers really blending those two to be much more seamless than they've ever been in the past. Um, you'll see a lot on the shop talk agenda about just what it means to be a brand today and how customers journey from first discovering a brand to falling in love with that brand, making a purchase and hopefully becoming strong brand evangelists. That's probably the most literal journey that you'll see on our agenda. But, but through it all the idea that we keep coming back to is we're, we're all across different roles within organizations and, and across you. Know, everybody from the smallest startup D2C brand all the way up to you know, the, the largest retailers and, and brands in the world. We're all on this journey together and we all have something to learn from one another. And I guess the last thing that I'd yeah. say is, as far as curation goes is it's super important to us to be thoughtful about not just who we're going to have on our stage. And I'm really proud of, of that. Uh, they come from a, a whole range of different roles. Um, but but it, it's not just who they are. It's the story that they have to tell. We'd never put somebody on stage just because they're a well-known name from a well-known brand. It's about what what are you doing? Like, it's not so much what you did last year or two years ago, the fact that you've got 100 years of heritage. It's what are you doing today? What are you doing to prepare for the future that really leads us to invite somebody to speak at Shop Talk?
0: One of the things, this will be my first year right and uh i've heard lots of good feedback about the show before uh one of the things that struck me when i was taking a first kind of serious look into it i suppose was the the quality and also diversity of that speaker uh, lineup so you know really senior super experienced people from you know well-known brands but across quite a few different roles and different functions and yeah I th- that, that really struck me so uh, massive congratulations on the on the curation of that. Yeah, no,
1: th- thank you so much. I'm, I there are so many people I'm excited to hear from just just personally like if if I weren't even programming the show, you know, we um we have the new CEO of Macy's Incorporated. He I think today is literally his first day wow. in the job, so he'll be in the role for about a month, but he's joining us at Shop Talk to kind of give his vision for how that iconic department store can stay relevant into the future. Um, we've got two presidents from Mattel talking again about not just what did they learn from the amazing cultural phenomenon they created last year, but again, how is that changing the way that they think about you know, Mattel as a business going forward? Um, CEOs from Michaels, Creighton Barrel, the president of America's at Taco Bell. Um, so it's, it's a diverse with a small D set of companies from you know, all sorts of different Retail verticals, um, all sorts of different roles to your point. Um, But they all, I think, have a really interesting story to tell their audience would be able to learn from.
0: Uh, I think it's amazing. The other thing that struck me um, was so, as part of the program, uh, Shop Talk facilitates one to one, face to face meetings and lots of opportunities to meet other people and and network and connect. And your goal for this year is 75,000 face-to-face meetings facilitated in three days, which is mad. Like that is a big, a big, mad goal. Tell me a bit about Yeah,
1: the the Meetup program, this will be the second shop talk that we've rolled out the full program at. Um Meetup works like professional speed dating. Um starting towards the end of February Everybody who's registered to attend Shop Talk will fill out a profile, uh, professionally speaking, kind of what their company does, what their role is, what they're looking to get out of the show. Um, then as we get closer to the conference everybody will have access to those profiles and a variety of tools to filter sort find people that are interesting to them and will have the ability to request a meeting with anybody that's coming to shop talk that, that they want to meet with then uh, you kind of the following week everybody gets to see who wants to meet with them and opt in to however many of those meetings that that they want and then our scheduling algorithm will um, work its magic and slot in as many of those conversations as it possibly can in set intervals in the course of the day. So none of these meetup meetings happen while well. stage content is going on. Um, they don't happen during lunch. Um, we, we carve out specific time in the course of the day for them to happen. And they all happen at the same time. And so imagine, I don't know, three or four football pitches worth of two top tables, you know, kind of all arrayed in a grid, all with a number on them. Everybody gets their calendar invites, knows what table they need to be at, at what time to have these 15-minute conversations. And then they all happen simultaneously. And so it's very it's a very interesting thing to kind of have a one-on-one conversation with somebody, wow, all of these other ones are going on. It makes it really different from, say, video chats, because there is kind of a shared experience energy in the room, even though it's also very much just, just me having a conversation with, um, it could be a potential technology solution I'm looking for, it could be a company I want to partner with, it could be somebody... I might want to hire or somebody I might want a job from, somebody if I'm a startup who might invest in my company. So so all of these different conversations with all of these different purposes and goals, but, um, but all happening at the same time is a really... I don't know, in my experience, unique phenomenon. And last year, we, 90% of those meetings were rated as, as valuable or very valuable uses of people's time. Um, even if they're not, it's only 15 minutes. And so while we strive to have 100% of them be valuable and good uses of their time, I, I think hopefully uh, attendees, you know, even if there is a, a miss and, and a particular meeting isn't the best in the world, again, it's over and the next one is likely to be
0: better. No, I think it's, I think it's amazing. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. So um, look, Joe, thank you so much for coming on and having a quick chat about the show. And uh, well, I hope if, if amongst the 10,000 attendees, there's a chance to say hello, I do hope we get a chance to say hello in person. um, But very much looking forward to it. And thank you for coming. on. Same here,
1: John. Thank you so much. Looking forward to seeing you in Las
0: Vegas too. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, As always, if you did enjoy this episode, found it useful, uh, please do come and subscribe, give us a follow, uh, come check out what we're doing on YouTube, and I very much hope to see you next week for the next episode.